With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's it. There's a new member of the Final Four Club. And they hail from Lubbock, Texas. Celebrating in the streets in Lubbock. Wow. Because Texas Tech Monday night will be playing for the championship welcome one welcome all to the tortillas and takes podcast part of the 1012 network and the official podcast of red raider sports you are on once again with your boy i'll be sure and i we, i could not move forward unless i also introduced my guy the everybody's guy the man that is the people's champ jeremy gillen what's up jeremy what's up albert happy to be talking about football again every time we do one of these we're a little bit closer to football season super exciting that's right. Every every episode we have of this, we're a little bit closer, and and we're as we work our way down the alphabet, right? So last episode we did B, we did Baylor, and so this one next on the alphabet is Iowa State, and so we're, I'm I'm racking my brain. Who's the best person we could possibly get on the Iowa State preview pod? Like we have to get the best. This is we want y'all to just listen from the best people, and luckily that's one of the reasons why we get to be on the ten twelve network because we're full of great people, and that includes. Somebody who's on the flagship pod, the 1012 podcast, and that is Jamie Steyer Johnson. What's going on, Jamie? Hey, it still like blows my mind that people will seek me out and be like, you know who I'm going to for football takes is Jamie. Like it just for so long, it was like maybe women's basketball, maybe a little bit of Iowa State, maybe some men's basketball and like slowly but surely kind of rounded out with football. But no, I'm super excited to be here. It's been a hot second since I did a pod. So uh, what a great one to get me back in the swing of things. That's right. I mean, because, again, with football season starting, I feel like everybody's rushing, knocking the dust off, right? Like, now everybody's like, all right, now we got to get back into it. It's almost it's almost a season, right? Got to get in prime shape. Um, no last year we had pods. Levi for our – last year we had Levi for our Iowa State preview. And we, we, have to, we actually need children to listen to our podcast. We can't have, like <laughs> – we can't have as many F-bombs. He's I mean, you can limit – like, honestly – 
Yeah, I'm about to say if you do 29 f bombs, you'll already be less than Levi did last year. So you'd be you'd be in a good uh good standing. So well, um, hey, you're speaking no, to it's... someone who possesses the ability to flip a switch because uh, if you're on the radio, you have to be able to completely turn that off. That's savage. <laughs> that's, that's facts. That's facts. But I do know. I mean, you are a cyclone, so you have the capacity to knock off 30 f bombs, no question. Within a oh, I mean, short yeah, period of time. like that's, know, that's part of the requirements for a degree. Agree. <laughs> I feel that. So, speaking of requirements for a degree, uh, speaking of just graduating in general, you had a lot of people graduate. Like <laughs> Iowa State. Wow. Y- y- y'all, like, this is the greatest class in Iowa State history, right? It was really uh, Brock Purdy, the whole Charlie Kolar. Like, that team was so good. I'm um, not just last year, but just for the last, you know, era, to be honest. They're all gone. Um, so, I mean, before we kind of move on to this year, what is what did that class mean to Iowa State and, and mean to the program? I mean, everything. Like, that's the group that really kind of got things turned around. Um, to have consistency at the quarterback position was, frankly, unheard of uh, for a really long time at Iowa State. So to have Brock come through and give, you know, so many really great seasons, uh, it, it really meant the world. Um, and just to like really care so much while he's doing it. Uh, but I mean, beyond that, you, it, it's hard because you lose this, this great quarterback, like potentially the best quarterback in Iowa state history broke so many records, but then you've got, I mean, just the, I couldn't even like sit here and list all of the impactful people that left, but I mean, you've got people like, Oh my gosh. I mean, Chase Allen, you've got Charlie Kohler, like it's, it's really tough to try and follow that up because you just had these people who were part of some of the best teams in the history and did some things that no one else had ever really done. And so it's, it's definitely really difficult to have so many people who made such a huge impact on the program together in one kind of graduating class because obviously part of the reason they were able to make such an impact is they were all there together they were all kind of helping each other out uh but to have all of them go at once is definitely difficult thankfully it wasn't like everyone that really mattered to the program like there's plenty of amazing people coming back this year um but that was that was really kind of a tough pill to swallow after that last game where you're like wow this is it like we are not watching these guys in cardinal and gold anymore um and so that was that was definitely really tough well let's actually talk about people that are coming back no you know for one albie i will will say this i for one am so happy charlie kolar's gone like i'm (laughs) if there's anybody in the conference that i'm so happy is no longer going to be playing against texas tech it's charlie cola that man that's killed us every single time he stepped on the field like he he saw he saw red and black and he's like bet game time like let's at least you weren't alone at least it wasn't just you oh yeah true that's true like like but i feel like the entire conference was like you know what hey have a good time in the league like we (laughs) we're so happy you're gone Man, Charlie Kohler was like the worst for me. It's like, I love tight ends. And yeah. um, I'm just like, 
just because this is great man I, I why can't i enjoy this in my school uh but it is changing hopefully not charlie kolar level but like you know it's some semblance of that so another guy who thankfully he's gone uh Brees hall there's something that texas tech fans have suffered enough with it's uh tight ends running up the seam every play and then uh running backs just doing their job uh two banes of texas tech defense over the years but let's talk about some people let's 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 worry about that later um who is coming back? Who? Because Iowa State is built off of this. If I'm remembering this pedagogy Campbell has, it's like players, formations, plays. Like this triple, like let's build it, build it, build it. And it's worked so well. And he's built, you know, he's had that dynasty team that you, like you said, some of the best in Iowa State football history. But now it's gone. Okay. Now mm-hmm. what does Campbell do? Who? What are the building blocks left to kind of get that going again? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing is like we're certainly fortunate enough to have some people that you can pretty easily point to and say like, yes, these are guys that we know what we're going to get at least at a baseline. Uh, and, and you have the assumption that they can certainly develop further, which is so exciting. But you've got people like Xavier Hutchinson. You've got people like Jalen Noel coming back at wide receiver. Uh, certainly uh, a little bit of a boost there to have those guys coming back. You've got some really great linemen coming back as well. You've got Jake Remsburg, who was out. Uh, certainly nice to have him back. You've got Trevor Downing, um, who, I mean, God, he's just an absolute physical specimen. It's like a that's a big guy to walk by. Let me tell you that. But um, that certainly helps. Hunter Deckers didn't get a ton of playing time, but he got enough to kind of see what's going on out there. And he's been around enough that at least the coaching staff kind of knows him. Because again, like I said, with Iowa State, you have this history of very, very infrequent consistency at quarterback. And so to have someone coming in that knew Brock, that played a little bit, that kind of knows what the deal is, um, that's kind of what you needed. Uh, To me, it didn't seem like a situation where you could like go hit the transfer portal and try and go get a quarterback you were going to slot in. You need someone who kind of knows the lay of the land. And so it's really nice to have Deckers who, even if he doesn't have a lot of minutes on the field to prove himself, they at least kind of know him. And apparently he's got a heck of a gun on him. So uh, that's certainly fun to know is coming. And then on defense, I mean, you got names that you've heard plenty of times before. You got Will McDonald. I mean, that's that's someone that's definitely nice to have coming back. You got TJ Tampa, who, I mean, I just, I hear so much about him, how excited they are about him on the defensive end. Uh, And then you've got, you've got a lot of unknowns still, you know, you've got some people who are maybe new to being on the field a lot. You got like a couple grad transfers coming in, maybe a couple transfers coming in, but there's plenty of people who, you know, the names, and then you get the excitement of saying, well, who's this guy that I haven't heard of before uh, come week one. So you mentioned Hunter Deckers a little bit, and he is the presumed starter for 2022. Um, but you also have some other quarterbacks there as well coming in. Rocco Becht is one of the uh, um, top quarterback recruits that Iowa State's had for a while. You have Nate Glance that's coming in as a transfer as well. I mean, what talk, talk to me a little bit about the quarterback position in itself and, and what we can expect. Will there be any situation where we do see maybe a Becht coming in for Deckers, or is it Deckers' job until he loses it? Oh, you know what? I I really wouldn't be surprised to see 
throwing in, you know, a backup quarterback in certain situations. We saw it a little bit even last year. Again, not a whole lot, but there were a couple times that you'd throw Deckers out on the field to do a little something different than what Purdy could bring to the table. And so, you know, I, I absolutely think that we could see that happening, especially because, like I said, there's so many unknowns with Iowa State. And so you think about it this way, like if the season goes one way, you're maybe losing some games and you got to see if you can figure some stuff out. The season goes the other way and you're seeing success. Maybe that's a reason to try some different stuff out because the expectations are kind of in the middle right now. And that's kind of a place that Iowa State's comfortable with, you know, like as, as rough as it is to say that, in some capacity, like that's kind of where they've thrived at times. And so to be able to get a little bit creative, uh, I think would definitely be a benefit. I am super pro flexibility, I suppose, where if one person can do this thing really well and maybe not everything really well, like no one can do everything all the time. And so if you think that there's someone who might be able to run a specific play, a specific formation, a specific situation better, like go for it. You know, I think that Matt Campbell and his staff have proven that they're really loyal to their players, but that doesn't mean that every situation is a one size fits all. And so I personally would love to see someone besides Deckers at the quarterback position in certain situations, because I think that means that they're willing to do something a little bit different. And man, that's, that's what I want to see from Iowa state is I want to see them trying to innovate. I want to see them willing to switch things up. The most Midwestern thing I go for it. Just go for it. Uh, (laughs) I love that. That's so, that's so good though. Uh, It's something I think that uh, Texas tech fans are going to get used to because, uh, Joey McGuire is a big fan of just utilizing the tools that he has in the shed. And, you know, every champion, I remember we were talking with uh, Greg Tepper uh, from Dave Campbell's uh, Texas football. And he was saying that, you know, every state championship that Joey McGuire had, it was a completely different offense. Like they weren't even resemblance. It was who he had and what he could maximize with that. And Campbell's certainly the guy who maximizes, who maximizes talent. Well, um, you talked a little bit about defense. Now, defense has been the staple of the Campbell era in Ames. I mean, ever since he came in, I mean, and, and just switched up to that multiple whatever, like they've had text number for I mean, it was five years in a row, right? And the only reason we got out of it is because we had a miracle kicker um, <clears throat> doing God knows, you know, unfathomable human feats uh, to win us a game that we had no right winning, right? And so, but it, Iowa State has been a, a stout member of defense uh, in the Big 12 and certainly ranked nationally pretty high. Um, you got a lot of you had people leaving. Uh, you got some people transferring. Uh, Sheem, uh, Sheem Young, I think went to Ole Miss, right? That's a really big loss. Uh, Mike Rose, you know, that's a really big loss at linebacker. Um, but you know, Campbell said there's a lot of flexibility with this group, a lot of talent still, uh, and a lot of guys that have played really well, uh, in the football, you know, it have gotten good reps in, in the past. Um, who are people, who are more people that stand out to you or who are people that you're hearing from camp? You know, what's the expectation for, cause like this is, there's the, the defense is like, there's a standard at mm-hmm. Iowa state, you know? Are you guys going to keep it up this year? Yeah, it's I mean, it's really an interesting situation to be in. Um, the, the really funny thing is that like as as well connected as I am, like the connections 
at football kind of fizzle out. And I don't think that's a function of me. I think that's a function of how tight Iowa State keeps things on the football side. Like once in a while, you'll find something out months down the line. And you're like, wow, how the heck did they keep that under wraps? Like, unfortunately, I don't have any like big tidbits coming out of camp. But I will say that Campbell's quotes from uh, Media Day were certainly encouraging. I mean, he talks about people who maybe you don't hear the name as much. Like he talks about how Anthony Johnson has just been so steady on defense for them. He absolutely loves him. Um, And so that's, that's someone that's like, Hey, you know, that's not a name I hear on the broadcast a whole lot. And then you go in and you look and you say, wow, a three-time honorable mention, all big 12 player, you know, an academic, all big 12 kind of guy. That's the kind of person that you can have on defense and say, all right, he's going to support, the new guys coming in and he's going to be, he's, he's had a consistent high level of play. And so you can kind of rely on him to be able to bring new people into it. Um, like I mentioned, obviously having Will McDonald back is amazing. Um, just an incredible player, Ryan Vance. Uh, like, like we said, you know, having to fill the kind of holes left by a player, player like Mike Rose is really, really, really tough. But um, I'm certainly optimistic about the guys we have coming back. Uh, And then just to kind of see where different guys slot in, you have a lot of different options at some of these positions. And I'm sure that to start out this season, they're still going to be kind of shoring things up because like you said, and like Campbell has said, there's a lot of people that have the ability to play at different spots in the field. So they might have a rough idea of who's going to be out there but they may not even know exactly where they're going to fit into the rotation quite yet. Um, And and so that's, I mean, it's a little bit scary because you have learned to really be able to rely on your defense to keep you in games, you know, to be able to say, Hey, if things aren't really hitting on offense, at least we're not going to be giving up, you know, 80 points a game, but It's uh, I think that there's enough people with experience and skill that you can say, okay, we've got a really good chunk of these that are pretty well filled. And then the rest of them, someone will fall into place. Might not be the one you expect, but someone will fill in there. I think one thing is is that I so on the offensive side of the ball, I was talking about Charlie Kolar before and thank God he's gone. But you still have Xavier Hutchinson. And unfortunately, like Xavier Hutchinson's still there. He's still a beast. He's still going to kill everybody. And then on the flip side on defense, like Mike Rose, thank God, is gone. Um, but <laughs> for us anyway, but Will McDonald's still there and he's going to kill us and everything. So like, it's almost like you, t- no matter what, you still have that beast there. You still have somebody to supplement and to help you out. And it's great that Iowa State has, has that. And if you're listening to the podcast, you could have that too with your finances if you go to franchisecoach.net. Um, Adam Goldman is a friend of the pod. He, he He's great. And not only is he a friend with the pod, but he's great for all the Red Raiders that listen to the pod. He's going to help you get you help you with the franchise that you're going to need. If he's an experienced, experienced franchise consultant, franchise investor, serial entrepreneur, franchisee, and a master franchiser who's helped over three red Raiders this year alone, get their own franchises and make their own money. Listen, it is tough out here. It's rough out here as inflation is skyrocketing. So why not make more money for yourself? Why not get you that side hustle, except for that side hustle is going to make you more money than your main hustle. And that's the life that we want to live. So hit up my guy, Adam Goldman at the franchisecoach.net and book a time with him. Talk to him. And let me tell you something, Jamie, you want to know how much this great service will cost you? Not a single penny. Doesn't cost you anything. 
right? You don't get paid until he gets paid. So that's right. Go to franchisecoach.net. Tell tell him that Tortillas and Take sent you. Uh, so, Jamie, what is your expectations for this season? I mean, like the last couple seasons, expectations for Iowa State was championship. We're going to we're going to Jerry World. We're trying to go all the way. We're trying to maybe even a college football playoff berth. Like Iowa State was in rare form last couple of years, right? Like this was this was the team. Now you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, who knows? Maybe you still have this expectation. But with everybody leaving, with the with the great class leaving, what is your now newfound expectation for the Cyclones? You know, I I'm at a point that I'll call like comfortably unsure. Like I, I it's tough because I will say that it's a little different for me. Like the fact that my involvement in Iowa State athletics, like it, it heavily leans towards basketball. I love football. I want them to succeed, but I don't invest like the emotional capacity I don't have the capacity to invest emotionally in football in the way that a lot of college fans do and so I try to kind of separate myself from it a little bit and so what I saw over the past couple years was people just getting themselves so hyped up so hyped up and in some situations I mean you, you point at last year maybe it doesn't live up to quite what you were looking for and so that's a a pretty big letdown. And for me, I'm just kind of always along for the ride. And so this year, I think everyone's kind of in the same boat as I am. You know, you you can point at people and say, hey, I think this guy's going to have a heck of a year. Hey, I think this guy's really going to develop a whole lot. But it's really hard to find all the puzzle pieces to put it together and say, we're for sure going to have this kind of year. And I think what I'll say as far as a prediction from myself is that this is the kind of situation in which Iowa State and especially Iowa State under Matt Campbell has done better. You know, I mean, objectively, you look at the projections from media, from fans, stuff like that, you see, okay, where does the hype reach its peak and where does that season end up? And and they don't really generally match up. And so when the hype is really high, the, the team just hasn't really ma- reached that same height. And so to be able to say, hey, you know, people are putting us at maybe 500, maybe a little bit before... I, I think that they'll reach that. I think they'll be bowl eligible, but I also think they have the potential to surprise some people. And so do what I put money on. Hey, you know, they're, they're going to the playoffs this year. And I, I probably wouldn't go quite that far, but go I bigger, do go think, home, Jamie. Okay. That's, <laughs> I do think listen, it's wait, a little yeah. bit more likely based off their history that they will do better than is expected of them at a kind of mid-level as opposed to worse. And so I, I hope I'm correct as far as that goes, but that's just kind of the way things have played out so far. It's so crazy that five years ago, right, uh, at you know at the end of Campbell's first season, they go like three and nine. <laughs> it's like, you know what? We're having a good time. And then you go to the, you go to the, you go bowling for the next five years. And you're like, 
damn it, if we don't get, if we don't contend for the playoff, I'm pissed. Um, I mean, Red Raider <laughs> fans like basketball. We we get the same thing. Like you you start having this really sustainable success, and then suddenly the floor is the ceiling, and you're like, if I'm not shooting was, to the freaking. I was just about to say, like, I feel like Tech and Iowa State have completely switched ideologies. They have like the two they? sports, right? Like Iowa State, a traditional basketball school. Hasn't done great in basketball lately, but has done great in stupendous in football. And Tech, a traditional football school, hasn't done great in football lately, but has just went crazy in basketball. Like, it's, we've completely swapped places. It's, it's, it's weird. I'm not, as a traditional Big 12 fan, I'm not used to this. <laughs> well, as you know what? The best thing about that is that uh, we get to play Iowa State, don't we? We get to play Iowa State in basketball and in football. But, Jimmy, let's talk about this Texas Tech-Iowa State matchup because it is, again, um, it's pretty lopsided Iowa State for the past five for Matt Campbell's existence, you know, at Iowa State, except for last year. Thank God. Um, thank God and thank Garibay, as they say here in Lubbock. Um, you know, what is this what does this matchup look like this season? Because Texas Tech has a brand new coach, but a lot of heat, a lot of momentum behind them in recruiting. You know, we're just we're dropping dime bags all over the place for 200 $200 million for a south end zone. And it's like, you know what, we're you, we're we're gonna pay every athlete twenty five grand uh, a season. It, it, like there's so much energy now. And in Iowa State's kind of the other end where like they're riding this Campbell wave, but you hit this big loss of a lot of athletes, but there's still kind of this, I mean Iowa State fans are very down to earth and real. Like, you know what? Like, whatever happens, I'm good with it. But at the same time, like, there's 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 going to be this underlying expectation and this hope, right? Because of who Campbell is and who what he's made Iowa State to be. So, you know, when you think ahead, and it's a it's a ways out, but when you think ahead about this matchup, you know, what are we expecting? Well, it's it's kind of an interesting spot this game falls in, right? Because it's for Iowa State their final home game. And so you're looking at senior night, you're looking at end of the season where things can start coming together. And so for a team that has generally struggled a little bit to start the season, like Iowa state, you know, you look at the documented history of struggling in their season openers, which especially in football, I mean, my goodness, but um, it, it's definitely, yeah, yeah, very tradition. If they but, don't, then it's not going to be a good season, if we're being honest. I mean, I I would be willing to roll the dice on that one, but we'll see. <laughs> but no, I mean, it, it's definitely interesting to look at mid-November and say, who are these teams going to be by that point? Because kind of to your point, obviously, Tech has some, some very new things going on their side as well. And so um, it's... It's, it's really hard to predict anything because I think there's so much up in the air with both of these teams that you're looking at and you're like really trying to find some rhyme and reason to like justify why things are going to go one way or the other. But the unfortunate thing with sports, especially sports like this, is that you're not there every day. And heck, even if you are there every day, you don't know how things are going to go when they get out there on the field. And so, I mean, if I were to say right now, I mean, there's a very small chance that it's not a close game, I think, you know, like it's one of those where it's it's probably close. The only way that maybe you you kind of extend it out one way is if, hey, maybe Iowa State really puts some pieces together and then they start hitting for like a senior night type energy deal. Um, but no, it's it's certainly an intriguing situation because. I mean, things in the Big 12 are kind of just insane across the board 
in every sport, frankly. And there's so much new blood coming into this league again, like across so many different sports. So um, certainly to look at something like this, where you've got a major culture shift for different reasons on both you know you've got a lot of a lot of new players here and new coaching and stuff like that so I don't know I'm I'm very intrigued by it it's one that I am maybe about as intrigued as I am with anything on the schedule because a lot of other schools you you in some capacity know what you're getting you know like Kansas is interesting because they're slowly less bad year after year like I don't know that I'm ready to say they're gonna be good and you've got K-State is interesting because they and Iowa State apparently like just despise each other I don't know I wake up every day and I go on Twitter and I'm kind I I must not be following I must be following the right people (laughs) because there's like some really harsh things going on that I am not privy to except to see the results of so I don't know but all that to say, I think that the Tech-Iowa State matchup has about as much up in the air as any matchup this year. So I don't have a lot like more intelligent to say than that, other than I think it'll be really good. Guarantee the victory, Jamie. Guarantee it. Go ahead. <laughs> Put I your will dollar never. down. Put the I dollar think I down. fall under like, the category of being able to give a broadcaster's curse, so... Oh, we have a curse here too. So maybe that's a good, maybe we can cancel each other out. That's that's facts. That's facts. Um, And one other thing that is facts is that the best way to be swagged up is to make sure you're going to homefieldapparel.com and getting you the best old school swag you can possibly get all the time on this pod we tell you about the wonderful texas tech gear that home field apparel has including tortilla toss shirt the old school double t's that everybody seems to love and and just and including the old school mass rider with the reckham um but i gotta say jamie i'm jealous of the stuff that iowa state has on home field apparel like before the pod i was looking through some of the because i know i was gonna do this ad i was looking through to kind of see what all what all's on for iowa state and i'm and if you're an iowa state fan listen to this podcast dude y'all i don't see how you don't already have all of the shirts bought up by now like it's it's absolutely the old school cardinal looks sick as hell that's um, cool man they Leaning even have against the, the eye they even have a way yeah, they even have a way of making the old school Cardinal and the Cyclone look good, which is rare. Like for the most part, Iowa State has Iowa State like vendors have a way of making either the Cyclone look good or the Bird. Never both. I rarely ever see both. And uh, but they found a way to do it. So home field apparel, the best Big Twelve swag that you can possibly get. Anytime I'm on the road, I'm wearing my home field apparel shirt uh, to show it off. So with that, it's it's prediction time. It's time to make grandiose predictions. It's time to pop our fields of gold bottle to know which what the record should be for the Iowa State Cyclones. Jeremy, I'm gonna let you go first. Make your grandiose prediction. Where do we expect Iowa State to be at the end of the year? Uh, I think Iowa State's playing spoiler this year, not so much contender. And I think that they they do, I do think that they make it to a bowl. I think this is a team that can beat anybody in the big 12 but I, I there's a lot of there's a lot of question marks and so i think it's one of those that will probably end up six and six and uh but going to a bowl game yeah i think that's yeah i was gonna say i think that's super realistic like i think it's gonna be i think you get like a six and six with like 
a game you really feel like you shouldn't lose, you lose. A game you feel like you really shouldn't win, you win. Like, it's going to be a weird one. You're going to, at the end of the year, you're going to be looking at the scores like, man, that was, I don't know about that one, but it's going to be maybe a little bit more satisfying six and six than last year's seven and five. So. That's, that's fair. I mean, I, listen, I think I can speak for a lot of big 12 when I say this. Um, we really want Iowa State to go back to where you were over five years ago, pre-Campbell. Um, we would love it. We would part. We just we'd absolutely love it. Um, do I think that's going to happen this year? Uh, it could. Will it? Probably not. Um, just Matt Campbell is just too good of a coach. It, it, it infuriates me to say. You know, I told the same thing to Baylor. We just saw, had the Baylor pod, and I said, "Man, wasn't it great when Baylor and Iowa State were, were you know, or towards the bottom of the Big Twelve? Weren't that fun times?" Wasn't that exciting? Um, and and unfortunately now that's where tech is, and I don't like it. So, um, but I think six and six, and I think six and six. I agree with you. Six and six with this team would feel probably more satisfying than seven and five with last year's team was. So, um, but uh, uh, that's I, I think we're all in agreement here. Uh, Iowa State though at six and six, they're going to be the most annoying, like rough <laughs> six and six team in the nation. It won't be an easy like, win. No, like imagine like Oklahoma, like, and I'm not saying they will be, but like Oklahoma undefeated going to play Iowa, Iowa State in a dogfight. Like that's that's just not a team. Actually, Oklahoma plays at Iowa State this year. Like that, that could easily be the game right there. Um, so, but uh, Iowa State definitely is going to be there. Matt Campbell's team is definitely going to be there. Um, we didn't even get a chance to really go into Jarrell Brock, who y'all for some y'all have like it doesn't matter who's the running back. It's always going to be incredible. Either your running yeah. game is always going to be incredible. It's really annoying. Stupid. Like y'all are so good. <laughs> it does, the program is such in a great spot, and uh, it doesn't make any sense. But, um, but yeah, no, it, it's a great time to be a Cyclone football fan for sure. Um, so, so Jamie, before we get you off the pod, before we do that, this is your first time on this podcast, and we've been so happy to have you on. It's been a great pod. Um, but I'd be remiss if I did not get you on the hot seat. Here are tortillas and takes. Some people survive. Some people don't. Some people drop a lot of F-bombs while doing this uh, hot seat. And uh, I'm not leaving out any names of who did it, but I think we all can guess who the person is. So, if this um, were a video you pod, you'd have like the counter on screen now. <laughs> the F-bomb counter? Uh, you know, that is ideas for the future. Potentially, potentially. That's a free um, one for so, you. Are Next you ready? one costs you. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not see and Jamie I'm cheap so I'm not going back to the I'm not going back I'm sorry that's is that's is, that's is how it's gonna go so so are you ready I'm ready all right are you going to miss playing Texas and Oklahoma no not even a little bit like bye <laughs> in all sports in all sports who would you consider your biggest rival um, not not include sorry not including Iowa sorry not including Iowa I who would you consider your biggest rival I'd keep that out of my head anyway um <laughs> I think 
I'd have to say Kansas State. Like that's it's always so freaking competitive. Like they get after it. Like I said, apparently there's a lot more hostility than I was aware of there. Uh, as I was getting my thanks to Home Field Apparel for shooting me a couple K State shirts for being on the flagship pod, I'm like unwrapping them and seeing people on Twitter talking about how much they despise K State. I'm like, I'm gonna. I like this gear, but no, I mean, football's competitive. Women's basketball, bro, those are always competitive, like insanely, like in a weird way, like what it shouldn't be even not recently. They should be, but men's basketball. Yeah. I feel like there's just, there's a lot of contention there. Better dressed Matt Campbell or TJ Otzelberger. Uh, I mean, Matt always goes with, like, the black, and I feel like it's impossible to go wrong with just, like, some nice black gear. Like, that's – it's clean. It's classic. I appreciate him bringing us some more uh, black Iowa State gear. There you go. Favorite music artist? Favorite music artist? I love – it's a band called The Wombats. I am an alternative uh, major, major uh, hipster, so – Yes. I mean, Jeremy recognized them right away. So I love the Wombats. <laughs> I've seen them live like half a dozen times. I, That's yeah. cool. Uh, favorite Iowa State athlete of all time? Oh my gosh. That's it's really tough because, like, I know a lot of them. I'm very good friends with a lot of them. <laughs> I, and we will make sure to plaster just this quote on all socials. Um,. <laughs> I will. I I do have to go back to like when I was a child. Um, Mary Fox was like my very first favorite basketball player. She's the reason I wore number eleven all growing up. We still stay in touch. And so, when you're a little kid, like though looking up to those athletes kind of hits different. Absolutely. Um, Seneca Wallace or Pat Mahomes. Oh, man. I mean, I feel like Seneca got robbed by, like, everything he ever participated in. Like, you know what? Pat Mahomes, you're great. But, like, I think Seneca deserved much better in many ways. See, that question is really a question of whether you're going to lie or not. That's kind of really what it – well, the answer is Pat Mahomes. Or it's a question of how much I know football. that's a that's a that's a the answer is true. <laughs> that's yeah, that's fair. That's facts. That's fair. The answer is Pat Mahomes, regardless. Okay, you know what you know what. Uh, nah, uh, he's, he's incredible. He's incredible. But I love Seneca. <laughs> there you go, Jordan or LeBron. I think Jordan for like what he did in his day, like if they played one-on-one, like LeBron's a different physical specimen, you know, like it just, I've, I mean, people in different areas like are frankly impossible to compare as far as I'm concerned. Like it's literally different categories, but yeah, like I grew up watching LeBron. So Oh man. Um, I'd have to say I th- I'm excited about Cincinnati for like a bunch of reasons. Like that, obviously, that's an incredible program. Like that'll be super fun. Uh, they both have really great fan bases. And I was born in Ohio, and I've got family there, so like that's always cool too. Uh. 
Oh, favorite restaurant in Ames. There's a couple really good options, but I think I would have to go with Wallabies. It is in, it is not far from like where we play our games and stuff. And they have a lot of stuff named after Iowa State athletes. I have heard of Wallabies. I have oh, heard of Wallabies. Smack. I actually, I well, to- I worked there for a hot second too, and I never got sick of the food. Not ever. That is as bad a, as glowing a recommendation as you could possibly get that Jamie yeah. worked there and still likes the food. Because um, mm-hmm. I worked at Chili's and well, <laughs> um, <laughs> better tortilla, corn or flour? Uh, corn. Yeah, corn. There we go. That's we got less than a run of corn bro, there, like- Jeremy. That's, that's, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we, if she said anything different, we would know it's not actually Jamie. It's, it's, a, it's an imposter. <laughs> Like it's shocking you can't see cornfields out my window. (laughs) Thanks, thanks, Jamie, for coming on the podcast. It is a lot of fun, as always. I always have a great time anytime me and you are on a podcast together. So I'm really happy uh, that you're able to come on. Go ahead and plug your socials, plug the podcast that you're on, plug all that you do. Yes, for sure. So you can find me on basically every social media platform at jsteyes, J-S-T-E-Y-Z. Um, and then I am on the flagship show of the 1012 podcast. We are starting back up in mid-August. So we have it on the schedule. We would have started one week earlier, but it is my anniversary weekend. So I bumped us back. Sorry, everybody. Or you're welcome, depending And uh, I host the Cyclone Family Podcast. It has been on, I will call it, hiatus. It is also known as, uh, I got really busy and I needed to take advantage of the one time we didn't have a lot of sports going. So we'll be starting that back up pretty soon. I'll have some guests. Might have a format change. Depends on if uh, certain people that might be related to me respond to my texts. But um, yeah. Maybe I'll just start applying the pressure on social media. But yeah, that'll be back soon. Cyclone Family Podcast, all sorts of football stuff. And then obviously eventually basketball. Frankly, probably a little bit of basketball in every episode because it's me. And 10-12 will be back soon. That's right. If you if you start that Twitter campaign against your brother, I'll 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 backdoor. I got you. Okay? I got you. So um thank you once again, Jamie, for coming on the podcast. Always a great time. Jeremy, anything else you want to say to the people? Not a thing. Stay tuned in. Which is Stay a Stay tuned in is <laughs> correct. Um, <laughs> TBT starting up. I do want to point that out. TBT starting up. The Air Raiders. Look, I was looking at their roster today. That is a squad. That is a legit squad. I'm not just like being a homer. Like we got some other people on there uh, uh, that are also can, can straight up hoop. Right, like that is a team that I legitimately. I'm not. I'm, like, I'm not just saying this. That's a team that can legitimately go far in the basketball tournament. So uh, they start their season, or they start the tournament later this week on the 22nd. We thought we were going to be playing Oklahoma State, the Stillwater Stars. They backed out because they saw the roster and they got a little scared. I get it. I, was, I get Couldn't it. Couldn't handle it. I understand. Yeah. It. Couldn't handle it. Uh, but uh, yeah, so definitely be on the lookout for TBT. And that's all we got here for you. Thanks for listening. Um, For Jeremy, for Jamie, this is Albie, and you've been listening to Tortillas and Takes, part of the 1012 Network and the official podcast for Red Raider Sports. As always, stay wrecked, people. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.